Hello, everyone. I am your host, Aileen, and I'm a licensed attorney here in Texas and in the Philippines. And I'm also the managing partner of Legal Decent Law uh, based here in Houston, Texas. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening sa lahat ng mga nanonood at nakikinig sa atin ngayon. At ano man ang ginagawa ninyo, o nasan man kayo, maraming maraming salamat because there are so many things that you can do right now, but you chose to be with us today. So welcome sa Usapang of the Record. Uh, if this is your first time to tune in, uh, I just want to let you know that the, we are being aired by Roof Chamber Radio Pinoy, which is produced by Roof Chamber Media Corporation, based in uh, Dallas, Texas. At of course, ang usapang of the record ay salamang sa mga programa na mapapanood ninyo sa um, Roof Chamber Radio Pinoy. Kaya naman, i-like na at i-follow nyo na ang Roof Chamber Radio uh, Facebook page at siyempre pa it uh, mag-subscribe na rin kayo sa Radio Pinoy um, YouTube account. Ayan. And dahil tayo ay live streaming sa Facebook at sa YouTube. Now, the recorded live show, kung hindi man kayo makapanood ngayon, you can uh, listen to our recorded live show sa Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Overcast, Pocket Cast and Listen Notes. So tune in and join us for a deep dive into legal issues that could change your life. So for today's episode, mga kababayan ko, pag-uusapan natin of the record ang anti-red tape authority sa Philippines. At syempre pa, sino pa ba naman ang best source of information natin? Ay syempre walang iba kundi ang mismong Director General ng Anti-Red Tape Authority. And um, para sa kalaman ng lahat, he was appointed by President Rodrigo Duterte in 2019. And, and of course, he's the youngest youngest cab uh, cabinet member ni Presidente. He is also a lawyer, a licensed real estate broker, an environmental planner, a Christian pastor, and of course, an exceptional public servant. At patunay na yan yung mga nareceive niyang accolades and um, awards, both from the public and the private sector. Kaya naman, samahan niyo ako na welcome natin dito sa Usapang of the Record, si Secretary Attorney Jeremiah Belica. Welcome to Usapang of the Record, Secretary. Thank you very much, Attorney Eileen. Uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everyone. Uh, sa lahat ng mga nakikinig na mga kababayan natin at uh, sa mga iba pang mga kasamahan natin uh, in whatever timelines you are in right now, it's uh, really a delight uh, you know, to discuss things that could actually help uh, our kababayans. Ayan, and we are very happy that you're able to join us today. We know that your schedule is very busy. So, kaya naman, um, let's go ahead and start. But uh, but before we dive deeply into our discussion for today, uh, Secretary Belica, matanong ko lang, saan nga ba nanggaling itong term na red tape? Kasi ang alam ko dito, it, uh, uh, historically, matagal na to na nag exist eh, pero inadapt lang natin dito sa Philippines. you want to talk about that? Shortly? Well, Tama-tama kasi, you know, the uh, office that I'm uh, heading is uh, the newly minted uh, anti-red tape authority. No? So, lagi natin naririnig, lalo na sa Pilipinas, ang salitang red tape. Uh, but uh, it, uh, the word red tape actually uh, originated from the uh, practice or, or the practice uh, being done by uh, the uh, royalties and uh, especially the king 
uh, in the olden days wherein uh, mm-hmm. they would wrap their um, directives, their you know their uh, policies and their laws uh, through a red ribbon. They tie it around the red ri- uh, with the red ribbon and then they send it to the people. Uh, so uh, if you want to get to the important and finer uh, meat of uh, a regulation, then you have to get past the red ribbon or the red tape. So mm-hmm. if there are more red tape or red ribbon, napakadaming unnecessary at hindi naman kinakailangan na dadaanan bago mo makuha yung iyong kinakailangan. So uh, as uh, time went by, uh, then the meaning of red tape uh, began to have a secondary, uh, you know, uh, definition oh, yeah. for the people, which actually now means, uh, ito yung mga unnecessary na proseso, unnecessary na requirements, uh, unnecessary na policy, or practices, no? Uh, minsan na uh, based on law, minsan based on constitution, kasi matagal na, mm-hmm. uh, kailangan na paguhin, minsan based on a uh, office order lamang, and sometimes based on common practice lang on the ground. Uh, so it, it now becomes layer upon layer and layer of layers of red tape before you could actually get the services that you need. So mm-hmm. um, when, and of course, we now also know na pag madami kang unnecessary na pinagdadaanan, nagkakaroon ng opportunity uh, to do corrupt pra- uh, practices by you know uh, engaging fixers, and uh, providing grease money para bumilis no linalangisan ika nga sabi mm-hmm. ng Pilipino linalangisan mo para dumulas at bumilis so uh, that's why red tape and corruption magkapatid talaga yan oh tama yung red tape uh, ibig sabihin excessive regulations at dahil dito pumabagal yung sistema at nagkakaroon ng opportunity nga yung mga corruptions. Kasi syempre, gusto natin mapabilis eh. So, tayo pa naman mga Pilipino, maabilidad, di ba? Ano mo pwede natin gawin dyan? Mapabilis lang natin. So, ngayon, nag, yung mga smart uh, people dyan, nagkaroon sila ng idea, oh nga, no, why don't we do this? So, ngayon, meron nga, nabanggit mo nga yung fixers, um, secretary. Alam mo, I remember, when I was still uh, working as a court attorney sa Court of Appeals yan sa Philippines, uh, I remember na I asked my boss, ang yabang-yabang ko pa noon, sabi ko, boss, can I have a, you know, I can ask for a half day off lang, sabi ko, because I have to renew my license, my driver's license. Inabot kami ng isang araw. And then I remember there's a lot of people talking to me, a lot of people approaching me, offering their services. I, they, they're not even part of the the ano, the, the agency, you know. Um, and then I remember going to different tables, tuturo ka doon next to the table, next to the table, ang daming gagawin. Kaya siguro tumagal. At saka may mga pila pa. That's what I remember how it works at then. I'm pretty sure um, nagbabago na yan over time dahil syempre nga, katulad nga ng, uh, ano, ng uh, mga pagbabago, syempre we aim for for a change for the better, right? Kasi natatandaan ko nangyari yon, yung experience ko na yon, before 2007 pa. So if I remember, that was before uh, the uh, uh, Anti-Red Tape Act uh, was enacted in 2007. And uh, the way I understand, itong Anti-Red Tape uh, Act na ito, ang nagbigay, uh, in, uh, it was amended uh, in 2018, itong yeah. ang Republic Act 11032, which in turn led to the uh, creation of your agency, of your of the Anti-Red Tape uh, Authority. So, uh, eto na. I guess this is my first question, uh, Sir Sohan. <laughs> so, um, 
for our kababayan, Secretary uh, Belica, na nakikinig ngayon, ano, can you please explain to them what is the anti-red tape authority? Itong pinabanggit natin ngayon, na, you know, sometimes we call it ARTA. And what are the functions talaga ng ARTA? Um, thank you for uh, explaining very well, uh, Attorney Eileen, uh, the historicity of, uh, you know, the laws that uh, uh, gave uh, way for the creation of ARTA. Kasi mahalaga kasi na maintindihan natin na meron mga incremental na trabaho at action na ginagawa across the administrations just to really address this problem of red tape. Uh, mm-hmm. Pero ang ika nga, no, sabi nga nila, ang uh, laws uh, on paper uh, are only as good as uh, its implementation. Uh, without proper implementation of the law, the law would re- be rendered, uh, you know, useless and mm-hmm. yeah, without any effect in the lives of the people. So uh, I, we do believe that uh, with the creation of the anti-red tape authority, na ang ngayon ang tutok at ang uh, trabaho ay talagang itulak at uh, labanan ang red tape, no? Of course, yes. nakasama na rin dyan ang corruption. Uh, napakalaki ang uh, difference uh, from 2007 may mga polisiya na nilay down dyan katulad ng pagkakaroon ng citizens charter mm-hmm. pagkakaroon ng uh, report card survey uh, which was uh, being overseen before by the civil service commission amongst uh, one of their many tasking in law so, isa lang sa napakadami because, you know, the Civil Service uh, Commission is sort of the uh, HR, sabihin nga natin, of the Uh-oh. entire government, uh, the, the entire republic, no? Yeah. Entire government and bureaucratic assistance. But uh, as an HR, you have many, ano, focus, uh, many works. But but through the creation of the Anti-Red Tape Authority, you now have a single agency Mm-hmm. Uh, high enough, which is because uh, under the uh, office of the president, na talagang nagtutulak ng uh, polisiya, national policy on red tape. Kaya nga ang aming uh, primary na trabaho talaga dyan ay i-enforce ang mas mm-hmm. pinalakas na, na layunin ng bagong batas na to. Ito ang Republic 11.032 or now as we now call uh, the Ease of Doing Business and Efficient Government Service Delivery Act of 2018 or mm-hmm. the new ARTA law. Now, ARTA, kami no, yung ahensya po namin, um, I got appointed as the first Director General uh, of ARTA in 2019, July 2019. So, uh, magtatatlong taon na po, no, ang full implementation ng batas na ito. And basically, meron kaming dalawang general uh, mandates or functions, uh, Attorney Eileen. The first yes. function of ARTA is what we call the empowerment function. Mm-hmm. When you say empowerment function, ito yung we help government agencies, national, local, and even the barangays, and even consular offices to streamline their processes, uh, provide recommendations, re-engineer their processes, and even uh, that should lead actually to automation ng kanilang mga serbisyo. Because hindi mo pwedeng i-automate ang isang sistema nang hindi mm-hmm. mo naman ito in-streamline or re-engineer. 
Um, so we've been coming up with many uh, tools um, through the help of different government, uh, international organizations, academics. Uh, USAID is there to help us. Uh, the UK government is there. The New Zealand government is there. Uh, UP, uh, Ateneo, and also the AP Development Academy of the Philippines and some, some other, uh, of course, the World Bank group has been very, very much uh, involved in uh, the developmental process. So, marami talaga tayo mga eksperto at mga global best practices um, na kinuha uh -huh. no? at ginagamit ngayon uh, para ma-institutionalize ang regulatory management system which all falls part of our empowerment function. Now, the second function of ARTA sa paglaban ng red tape ay ito nung yung tinatawag namin na enforcement function. Ito naman yung medyo... Enforcement, yes. Yeah, pagpupulis, no? Ito naman na mm -hmm. yung uh, cracking, cracking the whip. Kung kinakailangan, kasi we now, we could now also investigate uh, and file cases if need be. And kasama na dyan is yung uh, uh, mga entrapment operations na ginagawa rin namin for fixers. Uh, and also yung automatic approval ng mga permits and licenses ng, ng mga tao na inuupuan at hindi inaaksyonan ay uh, we also do that no so uh, so far we were able to file around 500 more than 550 cases in the past 2 years uh were able to declare automatically approved uh, uh, 8500 permits and licenses uh, na dumating sa amin ano so anyway so those yeah. are the general functions of uh, ARTA and we're uh, seeing talaga that the chain of reform against red tape is uh, already on the move. no? But uh, we still have a long way to go. But I think uh, we're heading towards a uh, you know a good path. Wow, ang dami nating nakuha doon, ano, uh, Secretary Berica. Uh, nararamdaman ko, at based sa, sa information na sinare mo ngayon, lalo na yung two major functions ng ARTA, yung empowerment at saka yung um, and by enforcement, napakamahalaga yun eh. Kasi kung walang, uh, walang uh, when you empower people, different agencies, naging self-sufficient yan. So, mababawasin din ang trabaho ng agency, di ba? Yeah. Ng ibang mga tao. Kasi na, you know, they, they, they do the work. They become efficient. And then, of course, enforcement. Kasi syempre, kung wala namang pangil ang batas, ay walang silbi yung batas. Yan. So, anyway, um, bago natin ipagpatuloy ng ating magandang discussion, Secretary Belica, let's have a quick break. Hello to everyone from Roof Chamber Radio. I'm encouraging all of you to stay here, stay in this chamber. You want to be inspired, you want to be encouraged. This is where it's at. And we're all going to need this, especially, you know, in this new year that we're in. We don't know what's up for tomorrow. We don't know what's going to happen next week or next month. But I believe that when you gather with people who believe in the power the faithfulness and the goodness of the Lord Jesus Christ. There is power in that in itself. So stay here. Stay in the roof chamber radio. Be inspired. Be encouraged. And let's all go through life, not on our own, and more than just with each other. But let's speak the faith. Let's share the faith. Let's live by faith and let's walk by faith. God bless you all. Everyone from Roof Chamber Radio. 
Ayan, at tayo nagbabalik uh, sa usapang of the record at syempre pa kasama pa rin natin si Secretary Belica ng Anti-Red Tape Authority. And, uh, yes. So, um, ang ganda ng discussion namin kanina, uh, nabanggit ka ni Secretary Belica uh, yung uh, two important functions ng, uh, ng ARTA. No? At uh, uh, nabanggit niya rin yung uh, streamlining. And, but it, ito yung gusto kong itanong sa kanya, eh, uh, yung Nihimaya program. Do you want to expound about, about that? Kasi I heard that this is a really good program that is really working uh, and uh, producing results. Um, yeah, so the Nihimaya program is the national effort for the harmonization of efficiency measures of interrelated agencies. So this is a flagship program of uh, ARTA. Uh, so uh, basically, it it started when I had the uh, uh, when I was inspired by the life of uh, you know the the uh, biblical character. Uh, the governor and also sabi nga na engineer uh, Nehemiah no, when he was able yeah. to build the walls of uh, uh, of the city uh, in 52 days no, uh, and, and it was an impossible task and they, he was touted uh, you know he was uh, maligned by some people saying that it's, it's impossible for them to be able to do it now, I saw certain similarities, uh, Attorney Eileen, uh, on the uh, broken walls as well vis-a-vis uh, uh, -vis the, the broken system mm -hmm. when it is red tape ridden. Because kapag ka wala ho kayong pader sa bahay, sa, sa inyong pader po, sa inyo pong lalo na noong una panahon, no, sa kanila pong mga borders, ay nagiging susceptible po ang isa pong bayan uh, for uh, all sorts of things, no? Attacks, compromises, uh, cultural compromises, and all of those things. As we, and, and in terms of uh, the Philippines, if we have a broken system, uh, an unstreamlined uh, system uh, per sector, susceptible sa corruption, susceptible talaga sa abuse because of... Uh, you know, the long processes and long queues. So uh, with that inspiration, I realized that what had what had to happen was the streamlining of government services should be done on a sectoral level. Ibig sabihin, hindi pwedeng hiwa-hiwalay o kanya-kanya kayong gumagawa ng inyong mga uh, pagbabago at reforma. Sa inyo-inyo lang kanya-kanyang mga opisina. Uh, and I'll give you, I'll, I'll, I'll explain why, no? Kasi mm -hmm. um, there is a red tape on a per-agency level na tinatawag, no? Per-agency mm -hmm. red tape. And there is a an inter-agency red tape level naman. Kasi an agency level red tape is, kuwari, uh, ito yung mga servisyo na pwede lang magampanan ng isang ahensya, katulad ng pagkuha ng lisensya, pagkuha siguro ng uh, beneficyo mo sa isang government agency like the social security system and so on and so forth, a birth certificate. But there are uh, permits and licenses that could only be accomplished uh, through go going by going through several government offices like, you know, uh, having your uh, permit to build a socialized housing, uh, put up a telecommunications tower, and these are the more important ones talaga, no? logistics sector, uh, energy sector. So 
uh, doon sa mga interagency red tape na ito na sinasabi natin, even if the government agencies would streamline their services on their own, isa-isa o hiwa-hiwalay, pero dahil hindi nila tiningnan as one unit, integral unit, ang mm-hmm. buong sistema, even if they pursue their reform agendas on their own without you know, orchestrating their actions together, uh, hindi mararamdaman ng tao ang reforma. Because you still have to deal with individual yes. one by one. And I'll, uh, what one uh, good uh, example, uh, you know, a picture of the red tape, uh, before if you want to put up a telecommunications tower, you have to deal with uh, 10 or 12 uh, government agencies uh-huh. and with so many permits and licenses. Uh, if you want to put up a socialized housing in the Philippines, you have to go through 27 government agencies, oh, wow. mm-hmm. 200 uh, documents, uh, 400 documents, and about 300 signatures. So before ka pa nagsimula, sabi niya, aanhin mo ang damo kung patayin ang kabayo. <laughs> so, Ipalibig na lang natin yun. <laughs> so the idea talaga at uh, turn here is uh, our tanaw is calling all of these uh, government agencies per sector. Mm-hmm. We identified five important sectors and uh, gave them the task. Let's look at the uh, system together. Let's get the private sector. Let's uh, listen to them. And let's map it out. Ano ba ang problema sa telecommunications? And paano natin ito mababawasan in 52 days? No, 52 uh-huh. days. And uh, ang target is 52% reduction in time, in requirements, 52, and in no? uh, processes. So uh, we had some initial success successes already by, by God's grace, uh, especially starting with the telecommunication sector, na we were able to finish uh, the telecommunication sector for putting up uh, a, a, you know, a telecom tower. Uh, what used to be uh, eight months to one year is now just taking 16 days. Uh, wow, so, that's a big ano, uh, difference, uh, Secretary. Kailan ba nagsimula yung uh, uh, program? Ang laki ng, ano, ha, ng kanyang pagbabagong nag, ano, nagnyare. 52 yeah. per Yeah. It, it started, uh, it was launched uh, last, before the pandemic, actually, few days before the pandemic. Oh, wow. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, this was uh, in 2020, it started. 2020 edition niya, you know? So, in 2020, it started, um, it was launched uh, in March, around March 4, March. I think. And mm-hmm. lock, the lockdown happened sometime about uh, March uh, 17, I think. Mm-hmm. So uh, we had to readjust a little bit our timelines, but we were able to finish. The entire first cycle uh, started uh, the first 52 weeks, no? Started yes. uh, last March. So ngayon, nasa second, ano na kami, second cycle. So Natapos namin yung telecommunications, uh, the food and farm, the food, uh, the pharmaceutical sector, and uh, all, now uh, we're finishing up on the uh, logistics, naman, no? And kanoon uh, den ang aming ang aming uh, target na ma-reduce den what used to take, you know, 22 government agencies and the logistics sector. You could already do it online, and you could do it streamlined also. 
Wow. Alam mo, it's, uh, it's really hard to implement a very um, big program like that in a short period of time, given the pandemic situation pa, no? But you're able to uh, produce result and uh, it's still uh, and, and you're still busy working to make it all happen, ano? Uh, uh, it's, uh, it's nakakalungkot lang kasing iba. Marami lang silang comments, pero they really don't know what's going on. They have to really actually look into what's happening. Uh, hindi lang basta-basta nakiking tayo na, uh, or based sa experience mo, one-time na experience mo, na nako, mabagal naman talaga yan. Wala namang pinagbago. Wala naman. But really, you gotta have to look at the data and uh, you will see that it's really, and, and that's how you look at it, diba, uh, Secretary? Na kung nag-work yeah. o hindi yung isang program, you have your own system of evaluating it, diba? Actually, as uh, Attorney Eileen, uh, what is really encouraging is that um, by na- by the numbers, no, uh, mm-hmm. what used to for the Philippines, what used to take like six thousand um, permits a year historically, and Philippines were able to produce about six thousand permits for the telecommunications companies, no? Big sabihin kasi yung mga companies, yung mga private entities naman na nag apply sa so government agencies. So, that is 6,000, no? Sa Globe, sa Smart, mm-hmm. and uh, the other uh, telecommunications companies. Now, by the end of 2021, itong December, yung isang company lang, which is PLDT Smart, which is one company, already reported 45,000 per Oh, minutes. wow! Sila pa lang. So, <laughs> wala pa doon si Globe, si Dito. Oo! Oh, so, oh. Uh, talagang napakalaki ang, ang change. And not only that, uh, the UCLA, which is the global uh, speed testing company, uh, from 2021, January, we were at the 113th spot yata global ranking in internet speed. Mm-hmm. Now, I think we are at like 60 plus. So, uh, we, we've been improving steadily. Uh, it's a big jump actually. It's a big jump. Malaki ho yun kasi matagal na tayong stuck doon sa mga... <laughs> Oo oh, nga eh. Ngayon, nagtataas ho tayo. So, these these numbers are actually encouraging. And hindi lang ho yan kasi now, uh, ARTA, together with the other government agencies also, uh, na-streamline na rin ho natin yung processes naman for the fiber optics. Okay. So, uh, hindi lang ho yun sa tower, uh, now sa fiber optics and hopefully pati yung mga satellite uh, you know uh, connection we would be able to um, uh, improve it and it's really this this sector alone is very important especially during the pandemic kasi lahat ng services ngayon online eh, katulad ng interview natin ngayon na uh, oo nga yes so alam mo naman yun, very important yung speed ng ano ng internet no kasi i remember um, i don't know how <laughs> Gano katagal na ba yun? Na parang Jurassic yung time, mas sobrang bagal. Nag-on ka ng computer, nagko-connect ka. I don't know how long siguro nakapaggawa ka na ng kung ano-ano sa bahay, no? Bago pa lang. Ay, ito na pala yung website naka-on. <laughs> it's up now. It's ano, talagang ang laki ng pagbabago and I I noticed that as well because syempre, 'di ba, katulad ngayon, naka naka ano tayo, online tayo. And it doesn't really show a lot of difference. It's like it's the same. So we're um, nandun na ang Philippines sa ganyang level. And uh, thanks to, syempre, sa mga programa katulad nga uh, ng mga pinatutupad ng, ng ARTA. At syempre naman, uh, sa tulong-tulong na, na efforts yan ng ating mga uh, iba't ibang ahensya. No? So, nabanggit ko yung agencies. Ano-ano nga ba yung mga agencies na nasa ilalim ng, ng, uh, art, ng ARTA? 
Um, yeah, so what are the agencies siguro, uh, so people would understand, sino ba mga agencies mm-hmm. na pwede ninyong sitahin at pwede ninyong tulugan? Well, <laughs> gulatin, no? <laughs> well, gulatin na all ka. government agencies in the executive branch of government. Mm-hmm. Yan, uh, uh, from the national government, all national government agencies, uh, as SUCs, no? yung mga water districts, kasama yes. lahat yan. Local government units, all 1,600 to 1,700 pala, including mm-hmm. the provinces of them. Uh, the barangays are even included here. Uh-huh. Even the, um, the consular offices, no? kapag kayo'y lalo na dun sa mga kababayan natin abroad, marami uh-huh. na rin mga nakuha na mga uh, reklamo or request uh, or even suggestions on how to improve things that we even summoned and called uh, the uh, the embassies abroad uh mm-hmm. hearing and to, to to ask uh, what are what's really happening on the ground and um uh, uh, attorney Eileen uh, one of the things that people has to understand is all government agencies are required to have their their own citizens charter and if there's actually one thing that i would want uh, our kababayans na parang matutunang gamitin uh, na panglaban sa abuso no is matutunan po natin ang kung paano gamitin ang uh, citizens charter mm-hmm. because if there is a citizens charter ito po yung listahan no we call it like the bill of rights of a transacting public nandun ho nakalista lahat mm-hmm. ang uh, lahat ng mga services dapat ng government agency nakapaskil ito sa kanilang office or sa kanilang website uh, it's also written there what are the requirements what are the processes? How much do they need to pay per transaction? Who is the responsible uh, person? And what is the feedback or grievance mechanism? They cannot violate the citizen's charter if they go beyond that. Hindi nila inaksyonan, humingi sila ng uh, additional requirements na wala naman sa citizen's charter, humingi sila ng additional fees na wala sa citizen's charter, or worse, kung wala silang citizen's charter at all. Oh. <laughs> uh, violation already of the ARTA law. So you could already go to us or even mm-hmm. assert it to the government agency. Sabihin nyo na lang, look, hindi nyo pwedeng hingin sa akin yan kasi wala sa citizen's charter ninyo. Kasi kapag ginawa nyo yan, narinig ko si attorney Eileen mm-hmm. ARTA and was saying that you cannot do that. If they would insist, then that is a violation. They could get suspended or even uh, removed from office or even... Um, uh, imprisoned for this. So, uh, again, sabi ko kanina, we were able to file already 558 cases rating from national, local officials, mayors, governors, nobody's really exempted when you uh, refuse to follow this this um, directive. Wow, actually, gusto namin marinig yan na meron talagang nangyayari, ano, na kapag ka may violation. Pero una muna, gusto kong i-commend yung, yung pagiging transparent, ano, kasi importante yan. Kahit saan ka pumunta, uh, we, know, we should know our expectation pag pumunta ka sa isang agency, ano, para alam mo kung tama yung ginagawa nila at kung uh, nag-violate na sila ng kanilang mga um, ng, ng requirements. Ayan, so uh, ngayon, dat alam na namin yan, Siyempre, we will start to look around and see and check these agencies, no, kung they are in compliance. And um, ngayon, nabanggit na natin yan, ano, uh, sec- um, uh, sec- Secretary um, 
uh, Belica, I wanna know kasi ako, syempre bilang isang abogado tayo, bilang isang abogado, ano, we always look at the what the, what what does the law says? Uh, ito ba ang ginawa niya? Is that considered a violation? And if it's violation, what do I do? What's the first thing that I should do? Kasi, di ba, knowing, knowing your rights and knowing what to do when your right is violated, ayun ang mga importanteng malaman natin ng ating mga kababayan. So, um, siguro lang, alam ko marami, mayroon tayong laundry list yan, ano, ng violations. So, what are the, ano ba yung mga laging nabavirate siguro na lang ng mga uh, uh, violations ng mga ng mga requirements na yan ng mga agencies na ito and and also since we already discussed we will be discussing the violations what are the steps how to lodge yung complaints kasi gusto namin talagang malaman yan okay so um siguro we'll paint a picture of uh, how you go to an agency first no? okay, when you yes. go to an agency we get to the agency to the uh, uh, you're standing at the door the first thing that you have to look at is uh, where is the citizens' charter? Because that is mm -hmm. your basis. And uh, for the people in government, yan din ang uh, kanilang uh, pananga. Sabihin na hindi nyo kami pwedeng pilitin aprubahan yan because it's it says in our citizens' charter. Um, and anyway, siguro after the break, uh, Sister Eileen, uh, I could discuss a little bit. <laughs> Sorry, yes, yes. Actually, that is a very, ito, ito talaga marami nagtatanong. So this is a good discussion when we uh, come back after the break. So let's have a quick break. Hi, we are Hi. so pleased to be we with you. So Thank you for being with us. We want to invite you to be uh, part of the Difusión Latina, uh, Portal de Fe. We are the Spanish Ministry of Roof Chamber Radio, and we are so blessed to be with uh, these guys all around the world. Please be with us on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, we would love very much uh, to know how God is blessing you. And please come along and support us. God bless you and see you then. And hi, we are heaven. <laughs> okay, so we're back. Ayan, talagang nandito na kami. Nakabalik na kami ulit. Um, anyway, so uh, it was a really yeah. good ano, discussion na simulan na ni Secretary uh, Berica. Pero before we continue, let's just ano, take a look. Meron kasing question dito. Baka ma-address na rin ano, sa, as you discuss. Sabi yeah. dito ni, ano, ni Chino uh, V. Sana tama yung bigkas ko. No? Um, sabi niya, how can I report fixers? Is there a hotline number? And congratulations on a job well done, Secretary. Ayan ang tanong ni, ni Chino. And uh, yeah. yes, do you want to discuss you, that? Chino. Yeah, thank you, Chino. Napakaganda ng question mo because we've been uh, really doing a uh, crackdown on fixers. Uh, let me just tell each and everyone, uh, you know, kapag gumagawa ka ng kalokohan, corruption, and you're really uh, taking advantage of a vulner vulnerable situation of the country, uh, does it matter kung sabihin mo, ah, I'm just a small-time fixer, you better get the big-time fixer. Both mm -hmm. of you, has to, we have to do something about it. And uh, instead they say that, uh, you know, the small-time fixers get, uh, uh, you know, uh, accosted uh, by the police at nauhuli sila ng ARTA. Yung big-time na nandun sa loob ng government agencies, hindi nahuli. Well, mali yan kasi... You know, iisa lang ho yan. Kasi kapag ka meron pong fixer sa labas, meron hong kumikita dun sa loob. Pag may kumukolekta sa labas, may, kum may kumikita sa loob. So what ARTA does is we do not tolerate if the fixers uh, mm -hmm. are looming outside of government offices. Uh, we uh, 
entrap and and then uh, arrest them. But at the same time, the government offices or gover government chief uh, in that particular uh, detachment or office is also given a showcus order to explain why. Uh, kung bakit, no? Kasi ang um, uh, attorney normally, uh, what they say is, uh, sa labas na naman ho kasi ng opisina namin yan, they, they, they are not uh, within our control. Mm -hmm. Pero araw-araw na yan, and it's public knowledge that, you know, there are fixers outside yes. your fence. Come on. It's like, they're like an army of the dead waiting uh, for a, for the next victim. Oh. So, uh, unless you are blind or uh, just plain, plainly uh, sabihin nga natin na manhid ka na sa nangyayari, ay hindi mo makikita yung mga taong nakatayo doon. So, what Arta does is hinuhuli pa rin mo mm -hmm. natin. We call it uh, a snake grab approach. They, uh, we see these people outside as the tail of the snake and we pull them out so that we get to the head. So uh, to answer the question, Kanina, you could uh, uh, send your complaints. We're very, very active in social media. Uh, you could go to arta.antiretive uh, authority on Facebook, arta.gov.ph. Uh, you could also go to our Twitter and the Instagram accounts. And even uh, you could um, dial the 8888 uh, number of uh, the uh, complaints office of the president. Sabihin nyo lang sa Arta po yan. Lahat ho yan makakarating po sa amin. And very soon, we would be launching our call center, uh, our Art, One Arta Hotline. And okay. uh, we're very excited uh, because uh, by next next month, mas lalo hong mapapalakas. Ano po. So, uh, so there, you could also email it to us through complaints at arta.gov.ph. Ayan, there are so many ways talaga to lodge your complaint, mga kababayan. So you just need to know uh, where to go, what to dial, or what website to uh, open, and there's always a, a way to uh, to reach them. Anyway, there's another question here, very important then, uh, from uh, Marnie Thompson. I hope I pronounce it yeah. right. Can the ARTA help us get the DOJ to stop sitting on our felony complaint against PhilHealth? The DOJ has been sitting on our motion for recon reconsideration, thus blocking from seeking relief from the courts to challenge the DOJ resolution. And sabi pa niya, under the rules of court, an information against the respondent should have been filed in just 10 days. But our case has been pending since 2017. Yeah, thank you, Marnie, for the question. The answer is yes. Uh, Arta can coordinate and help you with that. Uh, please do uh, get in touch with us. Uh, and then um, we have Arta people already monitoring uh, this show. So please do expect uh, somebody uh, reaching out to you through your messenger, private messenger. And uh, I know for a fact that the Secretary of Justice himself uh, it has instructed uh, the prosecution uh, officers uh, to stay within the uh, prescribed pro uh, prescribed timelines uh, as given by the rules of court and also by the internal rules of the Department of Justice. So, yes, the answer is uh, yes um, to that. Yeah, maraming salamat. Uh, and thank you for your question, Marnie, and also Chino. And uh, nako, ang bilis naman ng oras. but ganon? Sister, Dr. Eileen, actually, yes. I was thinking, uh, if we could uh, pasadahan kung mabilis for the benefit ng ating mga tagapakinig, uh, what are the uh, violations? Yes. 
Kasi napalikan natin yan. Ko, napakahalaga na alam nila kung ano yung bawal gawin ng sa mm-hmm. ng gobyerno. You know why? Because the first the first level of defense that we can have against abuses whether in corruption, uh, criminality, or mm-hmm. what, is to really know our rights, sabi niyo nga kanina, yes. and actually to assert it. I'm actually asking go- people, private citizens, who are transacting with government offices to be more assertive. Uh, but before they do not do that, they first have to know yes. ano ba ang bawal, ano ba ang oh, pwede. Oh. Uh, I tell you, alam ho ng mga, uh, mga nangaabuso on the ground yan. Um, and and I'll, I'll tell them quickly. No? Number one, if you yes. go to the office, uh, sabi ko nga, tingnan niyo kung may citizen's charter. Kung wala, then that is a violation. All right, number one yun. You could go to ARTA and look for a public assistance complaints desk. That is also required by ARTA and uh, ARTA law. Kung wala silang public assistance complaints desk that you could uh, talk to, then that is again a violation. Uh, third, is pag pumasok kayo doon, hindi ho kayo pinapasok sa office despite the fact uh, in spite the fact that you are you're you are there uh, within the uh, time of you know 8 to 5 which is the prescribed time for mm-hmm. uh, regular uh, office hour hours. yes that is a specific violation under section 21 of uh, the ARTA law next pumunta ho kayo doon kumpleto na ang inyong requirements according to citizens charter ayaw tanggapin refusal to accept the mm-hmm. uh, a submission even uh, when it is already complete, complete. Mm-hmm. that is again a violation now uh, and then next is kompleto na yung requirements hinihingan ka pa ng additional requirements dagdag requirements. oh na wala sa citizens charter tama po dagdag violation na naman. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, if, if you are able to submit your, your uh, requirements and then you paid for your fees and then they failed to issue a, an official receipt uh, on your payment, that is a violation na naman under mm-hmm. the ARTA law. Now, you were able to pay na. No? Binigyan ka ng resibo. But what happened was they denied your application. They denied it, pero not in writing. That oh, is not- verbal lang. Yes, because va- denial of applications or per- uh, requests not in writing is actually a violation, again, of the uh, anti-red tape law. Next is, they did not, they did not um, deny it, but they did not act within mm. the prescribed processing time uh, in action after you have completed yeah no failure to fa- uh, to to act within the prescribed processing time of 3 days for simple transaction 7 days for complex transaction and 20 days for highly technical transactions yeah 3720 and daniel makikita niyo po yan sa citizens charter ano ba ang simple ano ba ang complex ano ang highly technical pag hindi ho nakasulat sa citizens charter ang particular na service nila, automatically simple transaction po yan. Mm-hmm. So, uh, if they fail to process it within the 3720, violation ulit ho yaan ng, uh, ng uh, batas. 
And what happens is your application is now automatically approved by operation of law. Okay. So that is very, very important. Kaya nga po sinabi ko, attorney, mayroon na ho kaming almost 9,000 na mga permits and licenses that ARTA declared as automatically approved by operation oh. of law. And uh, we direct government agencies na ilabas ninyo yung papel na yan. Mm -hmm. Dahil, uh, kung hindi, we will be filing um, uh, a case against you because based on our uh, findings, this is already complete based on your citizen's charter. So, and then lastly, uh, yung tinatawag po natin na na fixing. Ayan po, no? Mm -hmm. Nag-fixer ka uh, kasi uh, nahirapan ka o kaya naman uh, may, may katandem na fixer yung taong gobyerno, then violation ho ulit yan. So, the penalty is for the first time na po nila any of those that I mentioned, suspension for six months. Okay. So, first if offense yan. First offense. Na, okay. For the second offense, if they do it again, it's already a, a dismissal from public service, um, perpetual disqualification from uh, holding any appointive or elective office, um, then uh, imprisonment of uh, one year to six years, mm -hmm. a fine of uh, 500,000 to 2 million pesos, and, and a forfeiture of all of their uh, benefits sa government. Mm -hmm. So, medyo mabigat talaga. Mabigat. Mabigat yung kaparusahan nila. So, yung two-strike policy na yan, matanong ko lang, ano, uh, meron na ba tayong, ano, meron na bang napatawan yan, yung two-strike uh, two strike policy nyo? Meron Wala tayong pa. mga nakulong kasi in two years, may na nga na-intrap tayo. Uh -huh. Pero marami ng uh, ongoing yung kanilang mga hearings ng mga cases. Unfortunately, uh, Attorney Aileen, hindi ho natin under ang courts at ang uh, oh. constitutional bodies. So, wala tayong magagawa doon sa mga fixers? Sa mga agency lang tayo pwedeng ano, mag-act ng uh, no, the fixers, the fixers definitely, they, they also have a charge against them. Okay. Uh, for, criminal? Uh, it's a criminal, definitely. Okay. Kasi uh, kapag ka, for the fixing kasi, wala ng two-strike policy just for the mm -hmm. first strike, kulong ka na agad dyan. Oh. No? So, uh, Ingat mga fixers. Ha, sabi nga natin, we have to observe uh, the due process. Ibig sabihin, magkakahiring pa din yan. Uh, pag, if they are found out, then ito ay uh, ikakukulong ng mga private uh, individuals na involved sa fixing. Ayan. So, ang uh, daming ano, nating natutunan ngayon. Napaka-short ng time, pero talagang pack of information at maraming maraming salamat pa. Uh, yan ay dahil nga sa uh, tulong ni Secretary Belica. Nalaman natin lahat ng may... I think we 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 tackled all the important ano, no, important information. Siyempre, marami pa yan. Marami pa tayong dapat matutunan uh, tungkol sa ARTA at sa mga ginagawa ng ARTA at saka sa mga susunod pang mga projekto. For sure, may mga projects yan. At nabanggit na nga ni Secretary kanina yung, yung magkakaroon ng uh, call center at uh, uh, I'm not sure we don't have any more time. So... <laughs> Um, but, you know, if ever meron pa kayong gusto malaman tungkol sa um, uh, projects ng ARTA, uh, saan, saan ba sila pupunta, Secretary, sa website ng ARTA, sa Facebook, sa Twitter, Facebook page, Instagram, yes. Our, uh, Facebook page because I'm sure many of them are watching through her Facebook accounts. Uh, follow po kayo sa Anti-Red Tape Authority Facebook page. You could also uh, uh, follow the Twitter account. Uh, you could also go uh, follow my personal uh, Twitter account if meron ho kayong reklamo. Ayan, so, personal pa atin, yan. Uh, itag nyo ko, itatag ko din ho yung 
agency na yan para sumagot din sila na uh, action na namin via Twitter din po gagawin ho nila. So uh, let's let's use all of the uh, online platforms and even uh, email accounts. Let me just say uh, attorney Eileen that uh, for the people who's listening to us uh, gamitin niyo po ang ARTA para sa inyo po itong opisina na ito and uh, marami pa ho tayong kinakailangan ayusin but uh, we are no longer where we were uh, and um, sabi nga natin as long as we are doing something and people know that things are happening even uh, on the other side of the fence or other side of the of uh, the globe at least we can spur hope and say that you know things are uh, getting better and uh, for the government agencies who's listening to us uh, tulungan ho namin kayo ang ARTA uh, to streamline your processes and even digitally transform is, if needed. And for those who still refuse to accept that, you know, who still stuck up with the old ways, mm-hmm. uh, I just want to say that the train of reform against red tape is already on the move and anyone who would uh, wish to stand in the way will simply be run over. Ayan, napakaganda naman talaga ng ano, adikain ni Secretary Belikat ng Arta. At syempre pa, kaya kayo, watch out. Huwag kayong, mag, uh, kayong magulat kung bigla nyo lang makita si Secretary Belikat sa inyong bakura dahil ginagawa nyo yung surprise visit. Thank you very much for sharing your insights today uh, with our audience and listeners. We appreciate your time and effort, Secretary. I know you have a busy schedule but you found uh, time to be with us. And of course, sa mga nanonood at nakikinig, if you have any questions for me, please visit uh, Liga isonlaw.com. You can send me a message, call, or schedule consultation through our website. And syempre pa, maraming maraming salamat uh, sa mga uh, tumusuporta sa mga patuloy na, yung nag, nandito sa atin mula simula at saka syempre mga bagong nating mga, mga naging kaibigan dito sa usapang off the record. Now before we go, I want to say thank you to my team Roof Chamber Radio Pinoy for this opportunity. Thank you for uh, thank you Fenji, Ma, si Mari, si Ponce, si Khalil, Philip at syempre pa si Attorney Orly. So uh, mga kababayan, I'll see you all next week sa isa na namang usapang off the record. This is Eileen. Have a great weekend. Everyone, stay safe and make it worth it.